I mean, I do think that the women have an easier job when it comes to creating romance. If we, you know, talking about yeah, because it's gonna lead to some ass at the end. I mean. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's so easy. It's like low hanging fruit. Maybe that's the maybe that's the frustration with why they don't do it. Maybe that's why uh, men get so frustrated when they're not doing it because we just like it's gonna be so easy for you. Right, your bar is not as high as ours for creating, you know, right. romance and this and that. Like a little lingerie, hell, no lingerie. A T-shirt with, you know, what I'm saying, no drawers or something like that. You got a little bit of music. <laughs> That's a romantic. Why do you always you know, need I'm music? To, what, what is the deal with music? <laughs> I don't always need it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, yo, what's going on? Y'all know what it is, man. We are back for another edition of the Manly D's podcast. I'm your host, Melly Mel. Join me as always. You know, we got uh, Dr. Life Coach Lace in the building. And you know, we what got your do? boy, T.Roy, a.k.a. Wholesome Troy. What's good, fellas? Blessings and peace. We Shalom. Shalom. You know what I mean? Blessings be unto you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, Lace. All right, Lace. Hey, when I wear, when I wear the, the burnt orange beanie, it be like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just we handing out blessings. <laughs> nigga Bro, I solo. bless it. Did I miss the beanie? <laughs> did I miss the beanie? Uh, did I miss the beanie uh, memo? Because I seen quite a few cats around town rocking beanies and stuff like that. I nigga, it's still winter. On. What you mean? Like it's still winter. <laughs> I don't know if it's winter, bro. The way the weather been acting the last week and a half, I don't know if it's still winter. I'm just saying it's still winter by the calendar it may not feel like it but it's still it's still pneumonia weather as the old folks used to say it's still i had to turn the ac on last week i had to turn the ac on last week yeah we turned it on a couple times too getting stuffy in the crib man the one thing i hate when one thing i hate about when the weather gets warm flies i hate it oh my gosh them flies be coming out of nowhere bro flies and gnats for no reason. You got to get you one of them jokes that be killing them jokers, man. One of them blue light things. Those zapper jokes. I got, I got a blue light. I got a blue light. Yeah. Yeah, man. And bro, it, it's, it's, it's one of the biggest blessings in, in the world, bro. We had a fly in the crib. We was like, turn all the lights off. And sure enough, went straight to the light. Mm. I had to worry about it at all. I'm going to find it on the internet, but someone shared with me one time. It's like this assault gun for uh, flies. It's <laughs> yeah, like a legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's like a legit Draco, and you actually put salt in it, and it shoots like salt pellets, a lump yeah. of salt at pellets at the fly and take that Drake down, bro. I'm, I'm getting salt. that Drake for fun, whole bro. Crib <laughs> yeah, hey. crib salty, bro. <laughs> Somebody showed me that. I don't remember who it was, but I know they showed that drink to me, and I was like, first chance I get, bro, I'm, bu- I'm buying that drink. And it looked I'm like a buckshot, too. It looked like a, a full buckshot. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought they were joking until they showed it to me. Fly dropped down like that, bro. Just boom. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm about to try that. The flies don't really bother me as much as like mosquitoes and stuff, though, Troy. Like, yeah, yeah. Flies, I could like fan away. Usually, I turn it into a game where I try to kill as many flies as I can with my little fly fly swatter, you know. But right. the mosquitoes is where I draw the line. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We can't can't do no mosquitoes, man. Can't, can't do. My, no I'm mosquitoes. too sweet. <laughs> my blood, my blood. Pause. Too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> too sweet. Pause. <laughs> Big pause. Y'all taking this cake thing too far. Who? What cake? Who tell, said tell a cake? nigga. Tell him. Tell a nigga. One week he a cake, and then next week he, his blood is sweet. 
<laughs> Tell a nigga he a cake one week, then next week his blood sweet. Y'all taking this cake thing too far. Hey, it be like that, man. It be like that. Hey, man, I'm back in the mix today. I was down yesterday. Uh, I was not feeling like myself. I think my body finally caught up with me. You know, I've been hella busy doing too much. And sometimes when mm. I do too much and don't rest, my body forces me to do that. And yeah, uh, mm. that caught up with me yesterday. So uh, I ain't even go to work yesterday. I called out. I just laid. I took the kids to school, came back, just laid in the bed the whole day. You know, I was moving. I was a little sluggish today, too, but uh, definitely feeling better than I was yesterday, man. I don't know what happened to me. I was sitting at the table uh, eating dinner, and then, uh, like, my right eye got fuzzy. It got blurry. Jesus I couldn't Christ. Really see out my right eye. Oh, my gosh, gosh bro. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> no, for real, bro. Only black people going to laugh yo. about somebody having strokes <laughs> up in this joint. <laughs> That's how Lay's do me. Nigga was eating some rice aroni and had a fucking stroke. That ain't funny. Yo, you need to get that check, man. You no, for real. I know somebody somebody else told me the same thing today, but I was uh no, I was sitting at the dinner table eating, eating, minding my business. Then next thing I know, in the middle of me having conversation, like my right eye just got uh, hella blurry I could barely see out that joint uh, And then my head started hurting I was like yo I'm gonna just go lay down And you know I just was not feeling like myself the whole night But uh, better today You know so I think it's just Doing too much you know what I'm saying Need to take time to sit down somewhere You know something like that But I'm back yeah, up Did you at man, least yeah. Did you at least take like some Tylenol or something like that No I ain't take nothing man Y'all know I'm afraid to take pills I don't be swallowing that uh, you Pause know. Pause <laughs> I didn't big say pause, big pause, ladies. <laughs> I did not know you were afraid of pills, though. Why are you? Afraid yeah, what's of pills? up with that? Like I will, I will only take pills if I have to. Like if I could avoid it at all costs, nigga, you going blind? That's that means taking pills. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need to do? Like, what are we doing over here? Look, man. <laughs> I, I get afraid to take pills because I always feel like they're going to get stuck in my throat. <laughs> I always, I, <laughs> Melvin, I'm not even laughing at you, Melvin. I'm laughing yo. at Lace. I'm laughing at Lace. Nah, man, it be Love all the yo. thugs who be scared to take pills and stuff, yo, who have all these crazy, you know what I'm saying, ailments and this, that, and the third. It be the Love thugs nigga. that don't want to. Oh, my God. Every time I take a pill, I feel like that joint sitting right here in my neck, bro. I don't feel like that joint getting to where it's supposed to be. So I always be like, hey, when the doctor trying to prescribe me medication, the first question I ask is, does this come in liquid form? Oh. That's childish, bro. That is, is so childish. childish. I, look, that I'm telling the truth, childish. That J sitting that right in my childish. neck, bro. I'll be like, give me. You a don't piece drink of no water with it. You don't drink that, no water I, with look, it. I and I'm not like most people. You know how most people drink enough just to swallow the pill. I need yeah. a whole glass. I need a whole glass. I got. <laughs> I got to get that joint down my neck. This is new information. I did not. I got to get that joint down my neck, bro. I'm learn. We learning weaknesses, man. We learning weaknesses, yo. Look, it, say what you want about me, bro. I I be paranoid. You better get you some BC powder or something, man. <laughs> something to, to knock that thing out. Hey, now you joking? But that P, that BC powder be working, oh, bro. Off rip, off rip. Oh, it be you working. You, now, now your fingers and toes go tingle for about ten minutes. <laughs> but after that, you back. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> you go tingle, but after that, you back, bro. 
Oh my yeah, bro, goodness. I'm hella, I'm hella childish. This nigga that. crushing up pills to put in applesauce like he a five year old. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey yo, you going too hard now, bro. See, this is what I be talking about. This is what I be talking about. This is not a safe space. You know what I'm saying? It's not a safe space. It's not a safe space. It's not that it's, it's funny because it's not. You really do need to get your health situated. But I would have never thought like you was you had a phobia of of taking pills, bro. Like ever. Hey, if I could avoid it at all costs, I will, bro. Because I well, will, you need to know legit, legit. You need to go. You need to go to your nearest CVS and get some BC powder, yo. Real talk. BC powder get you right. But Melvin, you are thirty something years old, bro. You need to come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. That's Come crazy. on, bro. I'm, I'm, That's I'm crazy. sorry. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not a professional gobbler like the rest of you niggas. <laughs> first of all, first of all, you're not gonna switch this. I refuse to oh, let I'm you switch this. It's fine. It's fine, bro. I refuse to let you switch this, bro. I refuse. This nigga over here is scared to take vitamins because he's gonna get caught in his throat. <laughs> hey. Lace, he only eat the gummies. He only do the gummies. Yeah, he eating gummies and <laughs> chewable. Excuse me, is this? I I know you're giving me a a, a heartburn, but the, but but this does this come in liquid form, nigga? Get the out of my office with that childish ass question. Hey. Do a common liquid form, nigga. Say what you will about me, bro. Say what you will about me. Oh it's my fine. God, that's funny. Y'all go ahead. That y'all throw all, y'all throw that loose stuff down your neck if you want that, to, bro. That's y'all funny. Go ahead. That's funny. Go ahead, bro. I've been I've been taking medicine. I've been taking medicine and pills my whole life. It's second nature for you, boy. But you getting roasted kind of leads. In, you getting roasted just now kind of leads into the the to the first point that you wanted to talk about tonight. Yeah, because I'm gonna remember this in twenty years from now. When we doing something, we on the red carpet, and Lace come talk to me about something, I'm be like, oh, childish ass nigga with the pills. You need my help no. now, huh? When, when we win our first award, now. when we win our first award, I'm going to get up there and say, I can't believe we won this shit. This childish ass nigga who's scared to, drink, scared to swallow pills. But we made it. But we, we made, made it. it. We made it. Look, I hold grudges forever. Which leads me into my first topic or point of big, the day. Big energy, bro. Which is why I want to talk about my boy Michael B. Jordan because my nigga been getting a lot of heat this week uh, for his comments during the red carpet situation with the young lady who interviewed him, who he remembered from childhood. I'm going to say childhood, even though they weren't really that you know, young, whatever have you. Uh, and y'all seen it. He basically, she tried to talk to him. He basically was like, you know, corny kid, huh? You know, like, look at me now type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You on the other side interviewing me. Remember all that? You know, you was talking back in the day, yada, yada, yada. And a bunch of people were, you know, all of them called him, you know, corny, basically saying, like, that's exactly why people call you corny. You know what I'm saying? Because I was No, bro. They won't, that, whatever. People won't get on him about that, was it? Yes, really? they were. A, a bunch of people was, a bunch of people was on the set. And then Joe Budden. Uh, was on him yes yesterday, uh, on his podcast. Joe Budden did, did go he, hard on my he boy. He did like a, uh, he had like fifteen minutes of his segment where he was just going specifically on how he thought this situation was corny and how you know Michael B. Jordan could have handled it a different different way or whatever have you. And he didn't like the way that he was talking to this black queen on the red carpet. He didn't do none of the white. Now Joe like need that. to chill with that though. Joe need to relax saying, with that. I'm just saying whatever <laughs> Joe, he was saying. Joe got to relax with that. I'm just going all by them, what all he was them, saying. 
Listen, all them black queens that that uh, Joe Button didn't diss all of, over the past few years, kill, kill that noise, Joe. I ain't even trying to hear that, man. Come on, Joe. I just but now, was the was the young point. lady who interviewed was the young lady who interviewed him? Was she a, a former classmate or something? I read that that she was a former classmate who used to pick on him or something like that, right? Yeah, they was former classmates. They all went to the same high school or whatever. And the young lady actually has a podcast of her own, and her and another host on the show were basically talking about how he was corny <clears throat> um, back in the day in school, et cetera, et cetera. And she was trying to defend herself and say that she did not call him corny. But if you go back and listen to the clip and listen to what was said, she did partake in the process of calling him corny as well, this and that, whatever, whatever. And they used right, to make okay, fun of him okay. and, say, and say that he was corny in school, this and that. Um, and that, may, that very well may be true, though. I mean, I was so, there, but I'm just, I'm just saying that I don't, I don't think that, he, <laughs> I don't think that there's a cap on how long I hold a grudge about something that you say. About oh me. yeah, well that's, and that's Mel, me. But Mel, real talk, it ain't really a grudge. It's just like this is what this. I'm just remembering history, and I'm just, I'm just bringing back up history. Hey, do you remember uh, uh, this this history that we used to have with each other? You used to call me corny. How do you? Uh, what's your response to that right now? I don't think that's, I don't think that's a grudge. I don't, yeah, I, I wouldn't is, consider that a grudge either. I wouldn't consider that a grudge either. I know a lot of people have coined what he did as a grudge, but I think he was just really like, yo, look at me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it may have come off corny, but you might have been corny in high school. We we all ain't been as cool as we are in this day. You know what I'm saying? True. So we all have had some corny moments. Real? I mean, let's just be real. But how corny was he? Because in high school, he was on the wire, bro. You can, he couldn't have been that corny. He, he was act. He could still be corny in real life, though. Like True. you can be corny. Just because you said something don't mean you're not, your personality not corny. Right? You know what I'm saying? So I, I got you. You know, and yeah, he's an but, actor, so he's acting as someone else. So that's not necessarily his. But you know what I'm saying? Here's the thing: I don't think everybody noticed that, even though he might have had this against her, it deal it didn't stop him from giving her the interview. That she that she wanted, he just wanted to make sure that she knew that he knew. He wanted to make sure that she knew that he knew what she had said. But she he still answered her, all her questions. You know, he talked about you know his favorite restaurants, what he liked to do when he's in town, and all that type of stuff. His movies and stuff he's on. Uh, talking about Atlanta, like he was very cordial on that part. But he just wanted to make sure she knew. Hey, why are you interviewing me? I just want to ask you a question. You remember when you used to call me corny? I don't think I don't think I don't see anything wrong with it. To be quite see, honest. I can see you doing that though, Tito. I can see you <laughs> yes. doing that in just that way. Hey, yes, <laughs> just Troy. That way. Troy. Yes, I'm with, you, I'm with you 100%. Me, you, and Michael be all on the same page. Because if you go, I'm if not. You, look, look. Yeah. I'm all for the smoke, bro. And y'all know I'm petty. I'll remember it forever. Yeah. I will remember it forever. If you give me a chance, <laughs> if you give me a chance to throw it back in your face. And I got leverage. I'm doubling down on that joint. I probably would have said more than what he said. I think that he handled it pretty well to even just say corny kid, right? Like I would have probably had way more smoke for that situation. You know, uh, I probably wouldn't have even gave her the interview to be honest with you. I probably would have, you know, and, brushed and off see, or something. That, like that. would have been petty. That would have been really petty. That would have been very I, petty. I feel as though he took the high road based upon all the options that he had in that moment. I think he took the high road, the high ish road. 
um, he still was kind of a little petty and, and, you know, asking a question. But still, I think he took the high road. Well, to Joe's point, I think Joe was saying outside of you talking to a black queen that way, yada, yada, yada. But that time, place and manner for it. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like, yo, this you at your premiere. You know what I mean? You got a movie that you have directed this, that and the third. And that's what you come up with. Like, who who is thinking about that at that time? Which I understand because I probably wouldn't have thought about it in that way. But at the end of the day, I mean, it is what it is. Like, yo, yeah, you might have been, and that might have been her her truth at the time. Nigga corny. Okay, cool. But look at me now. We all evolve. But Lace, I'm going to be honest with you. I think they, I think they also wanted to display that to benefit them. Because sure, if, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. if they really did not want him, him to show the disrespect to her or whatever the case may be, they could have easily edited that video before they put it out for everybody because that was not a live interview that they did at least i don't think it was a live interview um but they could have doctored that joint up in order to show that he wasn't being disrespectful or something like that well of but, course they did it for for their own personal gain because we live in a world where discourse people are attracted to that you know what i'm saying so yeah good point. of course good point. they they did that for their um own personal reasons but when i saw it he was laughing and kind of like yeah <laughs> corny kid huh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying so i mean at the end of the day i probably wouldn't have thought twice about it i definitely would have thought twice about it and i would have still been thinking about it at my movie premiere because of this, <laughs> Jesus, i don't care what's going i don't care what's going on bro i think that he was well within his rights to do that i don't think it's corny to do that Male or female, if you got the gumption to talk about me, then you should be able to handle with whatever I bring back to you whenever I may bring it back to you. Don't try to tell me time, place, and manner. You on your public network talking what you want to talk about me. Big facts. If I get my chance to say something to you, I'm going to say it. It don't matter. Don't time, place, and manner me. You should have time, place, and manner your ass and stayed out my business. <laughs> Big facts. Before you brought it up, nigga. You talking. Now but what here. I'm saying is, I'm saying whose business is it this many years down the line? Like, okay, me and you... We we in high school. I mean, we've all been in situations where um, we played a sport in high school or whatever. Certain cats make it to college. Certain cats make it to the NFL. We always we have all said, "Oh, he won't that good in high school." This, that, and the third. Of course, he might not have been that good in high school, but it transitioned into a whole nother. He had a whole different trajectory. What does that mean? Okay, you can still be corny and still make it. <laughs> so. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I would have. I, I, like I said, I probably wouldn't have. But I mean, I understand your point totally. I understand your point. But totally. but lace. Let's 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 remind ourselves. You know, you've never been through anything in your life. Fact, Shut you know the hell saying? up. You never. <laughs> you, that's a true statement, Troy. <laughs> you you ain't never been through nothing in your life, bro. You I like how you set that up, Troy. That was beautiful. For, I, like, I love for, how you for set all that the up. listeners. For all the listeners. <laughs> Yes, I have been through things. So let's let's. I don't. I don't want that to be the message for tonight. Yes, I have been through <laughs> things. Uh, well, let's let's go through the list. Never had a drought. Never had a never drought. Had never. A drought. Now that's a fact. Now that's a goddamn fact. <laughs> <laughs> you can put that. You can put that on a Hallmark card, baby. That's a goddamn fact. <laughs> Never had a <laughs> never had a drought. Never, never had got a drought. caught. Never got never got caught lacking. Uh, always had the drip. Forever had drip. Um, never had low self esteem. Ne- never had low self esteem. Never had acne. I mean, never had. <laughs> never. No, had I did. Pimple. I did have acne. I did have acne. <laughs> you got me. You got me. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. That's funny. Yeah, Y'all boys. You never wild. you never you never went through an ugly duck stage like I did. I, no, I, I did. Of course I did. We all did. I just I said on, on a previous podcast, I was husky from from K through fifth. I was the husky kid. So yeah, that's what it you, is. Nigga was, nigga was husky K through thirty-six. Nigga, nigga just got slim. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, 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 nigga got slim. Nigga. <laughs> but hey. E- this even nigga been e- slim for two months. Talking about <laughs> through fifth. <laughs> two veggie burgers. Now he been slim since. <laughs> hey man, first of all, I, I I appreciate the comeback. You you had you was ready for that one. You was ready for that one. This nigga. <laughs> oh my fifth. gosh. Oh, and that's your story, ladies. That's your story, nigga. Hey, we live in a world you can speak your own truth, man. You oh think you said thirty six, I say fifth. You know what I'm saying? Come Here's on, bro. It. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> so yeah, you know, you being an individual that never had to deal, you know what I'm saying, with uh, with 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 the struggle coming up. I mean. You, of course, you wouldn't understand, but you've never been like dissed by your homies or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, see the or, thing or, is, or, or, clown, take... or clown by the, or clown by the, uh, the most popular girl in the school. See, oh, absolutely. Never been, I've, I've, been, I've, I've, I've experienced all of that, but it built my resolve, and that's the problem. I, it built my resolve, and I knew I was gonna get the next one. You know what I'm saying? We all take L's in life, but hey, the show goes on, baby. You, bigger and better. That's just what it is. Big That's better. just what it is. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad. That at was you. funny as hell, though, man. I give you that one. That was good, man. That was good. That was funny as hell. That was funny. K through Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How would y'all Lord. have to the listeners? How put put in the comments right now? How would you have handled that situation if you were put? In that situation as Michael B. Jordan Someone called you corny back in the day And then you got the opportunity To address them I think you did I just, a great job yeah, I think, we I have think that's make, a great question Make the context clear It wasn't that they called him corny in high school It was that they were on their podcast Using that situation To try to get some clout With other people To make it seem like they knew him from somewhere so we used to call him corny in high school is what they were mm-hmm. saying on their podcast mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. not that they was calling him corny to his face in school he's talking about the podcast. oh so he heard this like he heard this through yeah like every their everyone heard it. They, they posted it on their platform like we used to Got call you. him corny in high school yada 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 whatever whatever so it wasn't like they was all in 10th grade and they was like oh nigga you corny this i mean they probably did but they didn't present it in a way that made it seem like they were saying this stuff to his face when he was right, in right, school. Right, it was right. kind of like they were talking behind it. his back about him being corny. So I think that's well, what it, the real yeah. issue is. I guess for me, it, 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 if I was him at this point in life, who gives a damn? I mean, really. Like, you you, you doing it, my guy. Like, who, who really cares? People, everybody has an opinion. It is what it is. Even if you were corny, that might not be the phase that you're in now. So who gives a fuck, truly? Me. But go ahead. <laughs> oh my hey, God. Patty Pinder ass over here, bro. 
if, never if you like it, it, I love it. If you like it, I love it, yo. If you like it, I love it. Oh, my goodness. All right, Troy. I was trying to find a good segue for it, but I don't think there's a good one. So I'm going to just let you open it up because this is something that you want to talk about tonight. And it's the first time in like five episodes that we actually going to get to talk about what we want to talk about. So well, actually, mm-hmm. actually, Lace is the one who wanted to bring up this. Oh, Lace, uh, yeah, Lace did bring it up. Yeah, Lace was the one who wanted yes, to bring up this topic. Yes, yes. So, um, obviously, we made it through. Fe- we made it through February, fellas. Clap it up. We made it through February. <laughs> <laughs> we made it through. We made it through. But my question that I pose to the group and that I will pose to the listeners is: How do you quantify? romance uh, because we hear a lot of you know men aren't romantic this that and the third but how do you approach romance and how do you truly know when you're meeting the mark mm, that's a really good question my guy that's a really good question like um, what is romance what is it what is that shit like truly what is it what's the technical definition for it that's what I'm pulling up right now. Essentially, the things to actions, you know, thoughtfulness, etc. But uh, I'll let you all answer first before I provide a rebuttal. So one of the definitions is a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. The second definition is a quality or feeling of mystery, excitement and remoteness from everyday life. And if you if you were to type in the words what is ro- uh, romance and you click images, there's a bunch of people like caressing each other either on the beach, um, um, in the um, on a picnic or something like that. You got a picture from uh, the Notebook of them kissing each other in the rain. You got people looking deeply into each other's heart, um, into each other's eyes and stuff like that. So that is what the image of romance looks like, according to when you search Google. Not the Googles. Mm-hmm. Not the Googles. Okay. I'm going to say that I did what Troy told me to do and search what is romance and look at images. And I just want to say that the images look to be one-sided in my opinion, of mm. this depiction of romance where it looks like the men are just in total adoration of the women and the women are just sitting back receiving everything that the men are providing. I don't see nothing in these photos <laughs> 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 that shows the equal exchange of quote-unquote romance. I see like complete and total adoration from men to women in these images. And there's <clears throat> all colors, ages, regions you know it's all the same though the message seems to be the same so if i did not know what romance was and i looked at these images it basically means it ain't for you it's not for you (laughs) (laughs) it ain't for you my boy (laughs) it basically means it ain't for me like uh yeah so are you so are we talking about this from the from the standpoint of trying to identify what romance really is or are we trying to talk about it from the standpoint of men not knowing how to be romantic or not getting you know the credit for being romantic like what what's the angle let's go with the latter let's go with the latter let's go with the latter about About men men not not getting credit yes not being romantic or not getting credit for being romantic it's, it's all it's all, all the uh, I think it, it both intersects um, because, again, we could think we are. But if the receiver thinks we are not, then it's really null and void, in my opinion. 
but that's just me. Yeah, one thing too, uh, Melvin, that I'm seeing in here uh, uh, in these photos is they're trying to capture a moment of affection that is being showed with with one another, and it's real easy to see uh, affection when it's caught in a picture. It's really hard to capture affection when it's actually lived out in the moment. Um, and for instance, like it could be a great, you could be having a great conversation with uh, your significant other over a course of a meal and stuff like that. But if you had to remember that, you know, that's one thing. But if you had a picture of yourself enjoying that situation, it's like, oh, this is when we were in love. Well, how come you can't just remember you were in love and embrace that moment because you're actually there. I think we're moving into, and I, I say that to say this, we're moving into a part of society and we actually, we've probably been here for a while where um, in order for you to enjoy what you are doing, you have to have c captured it on video camera. Um, and mm. in order to be able to show someone else is like, or sh even show yourself, this is when I've had, Fun. And I and I know people who have went on vacations to great places and stuff like that, took a bunch of good pictures and it looked like they was having fun, but they were miserable the whole time because their mind was back home. Uh, they got things going on in their life, bills going on, you know what I'm saying? Friends that you with on the vacation, um, you're not getting along with, but you got these pictures, though. You had a good time then. And so I think I think that's where we we were getting to is like. Romance is something that we can we can see with our eyes versus something we can actually be in the moment with. Um, mm, on sometimes that's good. That's good. Hey, I just want to say this about to be Troy's episode, y'all. This if y'all looking for <laughs> <laughs> any other episode, this about to be Troy's episode. Oh, why Troy you about say to shine that? in this joint. Hey, hey, uh, when when T dot say case in point, you know you know what it is. <laughs> case in point. Well, let me even say this. Um, uh, uh, Kevin Hart got this awesome joke, man. Uh, y'all, y'all probably it's yeah, yeah. Y'all might have seen it before. It's when um I forgot which stand up it is, but he was like, you know, you never want to go on a double date with somebody because if he leans over and kisses her, now you gotta you know bend your girl over and kiss you know lick her butthole. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you never want to do that. Because because you see you see people in love, right? But you don't realize I are I leaned over and kissed you a bunch of times throughout the whole night to show my uh, affection and love. But it didn't actually click kick or click in for, in, um, for you until you actually saw somebody else doing that that, that very sure. thing. And I yeah, think sometimes, yeah. man, we chase after. We chase after images that we've seen on TV. That's the reason, you know, we get on men about watching pornography, right? We get on men about watching pornography and say, hey, romance. It, 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 creates, romance. A, it creates a false fantasy. What did, I would say it like this. It creates a false fantasy for men of what intimacy is supposed to be. And then we're like, all right, as men, we're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. We'll take that. But then you see these movies that uh, that fantasizes uh, on romance and and then you feel as though that if you don't have that, 
then you don't have true love. If your husband or your significant other doesn't take you to Rome or to Italy or Dubai, uh, uh, Fiji, and y'all not on a beach, you know, uh, with mocktails or, you know what I'm saying, uh, probably, you know, strong drink or whatever the case may be, then he don't really love you. But you don't know that he's doing all he can in the, in the, in the scope of what he has in order to take you to Virginia Beach. And... <laughs> <laughs> But that's all he hey. can afford. Hey, but that's not all the he seven five. We go to the seven five. <laughs> but he's trying. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> it's within the scope of what he can do. What they, what a lot of people don't realize is that you know in these movies, the reason why they're able to go to these fancy places is because there's a studio paying for these people to go to these places. You know what I'm saying? It's not at real people don't all uh, real people can do those things. And I, I don't want to limit anybody because, you know, I ain't trying to count nobody's pocket. But not all people are in the uh, position to be able to take you to the moon and back. Maybe I could take you to the corner store. You know what I'm saying? Let's get an eclair and a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. But that is our moment together. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm sorry. I feel I'm going to step true. off my soapbox. Nah, I feel that. I feel that. I think, too. What people have to realize is that it is truly subjective. I, the, even in the definition, mm. a feeling, a feeling is subjective. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, we you have to look at, as Troy mentioned, the actions, the effort, the the moment, um, the connection, those kind of things to me is what would equate to, oh, that was romantic of you to do that. Oh, you, you started my car in the morning. Hell, that's romantic on a 20-degree day. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, but, but you have to be willing to see it in that way. Um, yes. And, and that, that's a part that I think uh, a lot of folks may miss because they're looking at the grandiose gesture um, rather than the consistency that can be done throughout to showcase that you are – that you care for someone and that you are showing a sense of, of romance. Yeah, man, we saw, we saw, um, we see all these celebrities giving each other these big engagement rings, these big wedding rings, these, these grand gesture weddings, you know, 10,000, a hundred thousand, a million dollar weddings. And then they be divorced two, three years later and, and ain't got nothing to show for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so, I th we we can't always think that romance or you know affection is shown in one big in one big way. Sometimes people are able to show it in a, in a small way. Let me I'm gonna get, let me dip in my male my my logic real quick. If your significant other, I'm I'm talking to the ladies. If your man likes to have a conversation with you, he likes you. <laughs> he likes you. Let me hey, tell you. You, you on your own on this one, Troy. You on your own on this one. But I'm Go saying ahead. because <laughs> no lace. But hear you me on, out. You on this one, the reason why I say that I'm saying that because of what why you're saying I'm on my own. It's really tough for men to engage into conversation that is you know um that is below that is deeper than surface you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm, so if mm -hmm. if he's engaging with you then hey you know if he if he likes just having you around that's another sign um if he <laughs> if he en if he enjoys your presence like these are ways in which we show affection it may not be everything you know that you want it to be you know like you see on the movies or the tv screen but these are ways in which we show affection.
I think that we, not that you're wrong about romance. I think that we're conflating the the conversation of romance and grand gestures, and I don't think that they're uh, related to one another. You okay, know, you could give someone gifts and grand gestures and all that, but that that doesn't um, mean romance. I think in terms of romance, I feel like romance is more intentional. It's more uh, mm-hmm. a private mm-hmm. or intimate in a situation, less about gifts, more about uh, finding that quiet time to be one-on-one with a person or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're talking about like a private dinner at the house, the kids are gone, you dim the lights, you got dinner at the crib or something like that, you got soft music playing in the background, you're trying to evoke you know, emotions, emotions and things like that so you can quote-unquote get in the mood. You know, that's what I think of when I hear romance and less like... <clears throat> gift giving and gestures and things like that so um i think the the struggle for most men when it comes to romance is not that they're not romantic it's that they're the ones that are always doing the heavy lifting of trying to create the romance in the relationships in the situation because as we just saw in all those images the messaging and the communication is always that it's our responsibility to create romance it's always our responsibility to get our wife in the mood. If we are our wife or girl, whoever, if we want to have sex or something like that and they not, quote, unquote, in the mood, then it's our job to get them in the mood, you know, to want to do X, Y, and Z. So I think that's the struggle for most men. Where it's like it's a one-sided affair. You sit back and just wait for me to do all the work. You know, when are you going to create some of those moments? When are you going to set the mood? When are you going to bring the candles and the music and put on the show? I'm, am I always going to be the one that has to do Damn, it? This nigga creating a hey, 1975 hey. porno. Hey, nigga, Jesus I'm Christ. Christ. Plays. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Golly, dude. Hey. This nigga talking about, I got to make a meal. I got to get the music <laughs> right, nigga, the I'm candle saying, right. Man. Come on, My man. eye jumping, I'm, I'm having a stroke, and I still got to put you in the mood. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> I don't want it, bro. If I gotta do all that, I don't want it, yo. I don't want hey. it. Yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> Look, bro. Lace is too much. Traditionally, those have traditionally been symbols of romance, bro. Traditionally, they've been symbols of romance. Dim lights, candles, music, etc. I don't know what other people's version of romance is these days. You know, most of it involves candles. You know, what I'm but saying? Mel, <laughs> I, 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 I'm <laughs> telling candles and incense, candles. <laughs> I will Candles gonna be somewhere, nigga. Mel, you did bring out a good point. You did say in these photos, you did say in these photos that we're looking at, that it's majority men curating the the moment. Oh, yo, lace. You did say. Lace, I mean, I'm uh, sorry, Melvin, fella, you, fellas, if you out there still using candles, apparently we all make a pornos. According to Lace, <laughs> you still, if you a nigga still using candles and music, you make a porno. No, it was that whole thing. setup you gave, bro. God, <laughs> dim the lights, candles, music, Jesus the Christ. Playing so, so up. my next question is: For one, have you experienced romance for yourself? And two, what did that look like? If you, you mean, ex- experienced romance, you mean not not you. you not oh, you man, being the one giving or trying to create the atmosphere, as Melvin um, so eloquently stated mm-hmm. about creating the atmosphere for romance. But have you received romance? And if you have, what does that look like? I've received romance to the extent of the 1970s porno that you was just telling me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I have received romance, you know, in the form of, uh, you know, oil massages with music in the background or candles burning, stuff like that, or, you know, baths together with, you know, candles around the tub and stuff like that. Like it, romance in the sense of that, you know, intimate, touchy-feely type of stuff. Anything that's romance to me is going to involve touching and feeling, you know, because that's my love language. So I dig it. I dig it. I, dig I it. have felt it. I have experienced it. Few and far between is not often. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just say that. A few, a few, a few but and far male, between. But male, that's. A, I mean, that's a. You say few and far between, but is that something that we, as men, desire? You know what I'm saying? Do we really look for that? Um, I, a comedian said once, and I'm pretty sure it was Chris Rock. He said, "All you have to do is is feed me and f me." That's all you got to do. That's what he said that all men did, uh, all men want. So is that something, so the question back, Lace, is that something that we as men desire? I believe that we do desire it. I just think it looks different and we, uh, we can compartmentalize it in those ways that you mentioned um, that Chris Rock stated. We don't have a, a long list of things that we would consider, oh, dang, that was very, very romantic. It's literally the it's really basics <laughs> like it's really simple math in my opinion but you know that that's just just where i stand with it um but i think that most men um are we're trained to try to give that romantic experience and not necessarily receive it it's just like people who um don't know how to celebrate themselves you know what i mean we can celebrate others all day but we don't know how to mm. truly celebrate Ourself, you know what I mean, and what that looks like. So I think it's a, a introspective opportunity that we have, um, and we gotta we gotta flip the game. You know what I'm saying? We got we gotta flip it. Like Pop said in Boomerang, you can't instead of being pussy whip, you gotta whip that. So <laughs> gotta flip it. No, Troy, oh. I definitely, I definitely would desire it because I, you know, being honest, it just gets. It gets tiring and belaboring when you're the one that's always making the effort to create the romance or make the first move. You know, you sure. start to feel like, you know, when is this favor going to be returned? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when are you going to mm-hmm. put the, set, you know, equal amount of energy? You know, women always talk about matching energy and this and that. When are you going to match my energy and put in the same amount of, you know, uh, effort towards creating romance in a relationship as well? Like, you're supposed to be trying to keep the flame, you know, just as hot as me. You know, why is it just me? you know, that's responsible for it. I know the word man is in romance, but the word man is in woman too. You know what I'm saying? So it's just mm. like, you know, I feel like it should be an equal exchange. It shouldn't always just be on us to create those moves. And, you know, and honestly, sometimes women are sitting back, you know, waiting for us to create a romantic mood. And, I, and I'm like, or they get frustrated that it hasn't happened. Like they want it to happen, but it hasn't happened, but they don't want to put forth the effort to create it themselves either. Sure. Mm-hmm. So just like, mm-hmm. you know, if you want, some romance you feel like it's not happening, create it, create mm-hmm, the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like if you create it, I'm absolutely sure join into it or whatever. And, and you know, a lot of times we're met with, we should know, you know, we should be mind readers. You know, you should just know, you know, that you're supposed to do that or whatever. And we don't know, we don't always know. And we're not always getting the benefit of that communication, you know, about what is needed, wanted and desired or whatever. We just supposed to figure it out. That's always been our message. You know, as long as I can remember, if you need to figure it out, if you don't know, you need to figure it out, this and that, whatever. And Yeah, that's real. That's real. You know, my dad gave me that same speech, kind of, you know, uh, when it came to like date nights, 
with uh, Sharita and stuff like that. He like, y'all doing date nights and stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, we try to do date nights, not all the time. You know, we got the kids, we busy, this and that. We try to get it in when we can get it in. He like, you know, it's your responsibility to make sure that y'all have date nights. Like, it's on you to make sure that mm-hmm. y'all have that moment, this and that, whatever. And I heard what he said. Obviously, you know, I'm going to listen to my dad or whatever. But I always had in the back of my mind, like, why am I the only one responsible for mm-hmm. You know, making sure the romance is alive in the relationship. You know, why can't that be a shared experience if we sharing everything else? You know what I mean? So it's just Hey bro, look, I I trust me, I respect and I wanna honor the good brother MB two. He's a very wise man, <laughs> but I respectfully disagree. <laughs> we did not dated the the United States did not implement the Equal Rights Act of 1974 for us to have to do it. <laughs> Come, on, so, Come on, Lace. Come on, Lace. At the end of the day, it's on, it's on wax. So it goes both ways. I do believe that we we do have a responsibility, so I don't want to get that misconstrued. We do have a responsibility, but it should be uh, the energy or the effort should be uh, the same, regardless of your situation, um, et cetera. It should be the same. You have to create that atmosphere um, uh, and create that ecosystem that you want for that for romance to thrive in your relationship situationship whatever you want it to be i think the biggest piece is that people always want without truly wanting to give um and sometimes you have to Mm. be able to give to receive and that should go both ways we are we are takers by nature bro absolutely time we come out the womb we have been we have been takers by nature absolutely i guarantee if we ask our listeners um if we ask females who listen, do you appreciate romance? What does romance look for you? They could give an entire list. But if we ask them, have you been romantic to your partner or, or exhibited romance with your partner, et cetera, the list will be vastly short. I would bet anything. Mm. Lace, I think you might got one right there. I think you might got one right there. Okay, so Lace, because we do have those listeners, uh, those female listeners who are who are who are uh, who are tapping in, and you mm-hmm. just proposed that that statement. You know, you made yeah. a good point. What it what does romance look like for you? For me, it's it's little things. You know, what I'm saying um, it's uh, gestures showcasing that you've listened to things that I have said and you've responded to that. You know, what I mean, that's what um, um, I, I can consider romance um, being thoughtful. Um, being considerate, being engaged, being able to um, lean into areas of my interest that may not be your interest, those kind of things. Be able to have a a, a real conversation. Um, you know, time is cool. I enjoy time, um, but also space. I think giving space is romantic as well. <laughs> That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? So hey, why are hey, you laughing, man? <laughs> so space can be romantic too. You know what I mean? So all all of that <laughs> goes into the bucket of romance. You know what I'm saying? Mel, why are you weak, bro? Why are you weak? While we waiting on Melvin Lace, I gotta tell you, you definitely hit you definitely hit some nails on the head right there. I I concur with uh with with a few of those things. This nigga Melvin, said romance me by getting the fuck away from me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> romance me by getting the fuck away from me right now. <laughs> if you want to romance me, leave my ass alone, okay? Oh. Please and thanks, management. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know what? Lace, you hit two things, two things that I, I didn't even realize 
those are things that I appreciate. Um, getting involved or being knowledgeable of things that I that I show interest in. And um, you said something else, but uh, oh, and remembering um, having a good memory of things that I've said in the past. Um, like I know I, I go through a series of, you know, I go through different TikTok or Instagram phases and I share it with someone. And if, and if they don't get what I'm tr- like laughing at, at the moment, that just kills every, everything. Right <laughs> I need for you to laugh at that. And if my wife is listening to this right now, I need for you to start fake laughing at stuff. Hey, just I give like. him a, just give him a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just give him a, <laughs> 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 You ain't gotta give much. Just give. <laughs> I said some. Um, I said some. I, we, we were talking about work the other day, and my wife brought up something that I that I said like a couple months ago. I was like, "You was listening," and it it sparked, <laughs> it, it sparked something in me, bro. I was like, because, and I think it's partially because, and y'all y'all help me explain. Y'all you know help me navigate this. Maybe is. Maybe it's because, you know, I just want to know that my words mean, mean, have some value to them or have some yeah, value absolutely. to them or like Absolutely. That. And so absolutely. whenever I speak, if I, if I'm talking, I'm not just aimlessly talking. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a connection. If I'm sharing something, I'm not just aimlessly talking because it takes a lot to be, to become vulnerable, especially when mm-hmm. I got friends like Melvin and Lace who always try to <laughs> put me down whenever I become vulnerable. <laughs> Um, so whenever, 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 you know, if you take my words with, with some weight to it and you bring it up in a, in a later time in a positive context, and that's, bring, that, that's what I'm about to say in a positive, in a context. positive context, then I, you might, you might touch a brother's heart. You touch a young brother's heart. That's interesting. So both of y'all kind of alluded to appreciating when someone shows interest in something that you're interested in. Is that yeah. like major for y'all, like a requirement? Because I don't, I've never had that ex- personal expectation of my significant other. Like, I don't necessarily want her to show interest in what I'm interested in. I just want her to respect that I have my own interests and to let me enjoy my interests. You know what I mean? So, Melvin, no, that's <laughs> go ahead, Troy. Go ahead, Troy. I was gonna say, Melvin, you. So, you mean to tell me if your wife didn't start? came up to you and started talking about um, how good of a chance the Falcons have this upcoming season to win the Super Bowl. You not going to get excited about that? Uh, no, because I know that she absolutely has no idea what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so but, what? but what if she, but what because if she speaks it, with intelligence? If she was genuinely knowledgeable on the subject and we could have a back and forth conversation about it, I would be fine with that. But since I know that she does not know nothing about that, I don't think that's a good example. And, you know, I don't know. I just, I never had that expectation that she should be interested or show interest in what I'm interested in. As long as she gives me space to enjoy my interests, it don't really. Well, that, that's a part, that, that's a part of romance for you because you, she's knowledgeable. She, well, she knows of it and she knows that it brings you joy. So giving you the space to enjoy that creates a system of, of a certain lens of romance for you. But to answer, to answer uh, the question, no, I'm not saying being overly involved in it, 
but having an awareness of and why it brings me joy is what I'm speaking more so to. I'm not saying, yes, I like to hoop. I hoop multiple times during the week. I ain't saying you need to come with me to the gym, but giving me the space. Yo, go enjoy your your, your crew. Y'all have fun. I know you're going to be out there yeah, talking yeah. shit. You I'm know what I'm now. saying? I know you're going right, to be out there doing it. That's more so uh, I'm what, I, what I'm speaking on. Yeah, that's I'm more so what now. I'm speaking on. All right, all right. All right, but I will say that it is whack though if they uh, can't relate to your interests if you do try to share. So right, right, that, right, that, right, right, that right. is whack and that does piss me off a little bit because if everyone knows I'm really into music, stand up comedy, I watch a lot of TV shows, old TV shows, so I got a lot of movie references. I drop jokes, I drop pins, and sometimes I mm-hmm, make mm-hmm. references to those shows and jokes. And if you don't know where it came from, and I'm dying laughing because that joke was perfect. Like get the my fuck away from me. Just so, go. Give me my my connection was perfect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like my connection was perfect. Like if someone who yes. knew knew what I was doing, like they would have gave right. me like right, right. And then yes. you don't know, and then I'm just sitting there like, just whack as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's whack as hell, bro. Real talk, real talk. So uh, yeah, I was watching. I was watching some anime one day, and obviously I didn't realize I've been watching anime a whole lot around my wife. But one day she was like, she called out somebody's name. She was like. So why is Krillin going back and forth with Piccolo like that? I was like, well, you know, sometimes, you know, Piccolo's kind of, you know, whatever the case may be. And uh, then we went on to the next thing. She was like, okay, so why is Yamcha like the weakest one? I'm like, yeah, so wait, first of all, how do you know these names like that? (laughs) (laughs) uh, And it hit me. I was like, oh, she is actually paying attention and picking up on something that I actually like. Uh, And and I was like, you know what, girl, I mess around, put a baby in you tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Messing wrong and mess around, drop this Dragon Ball D. Forget that. (laughs) (laughs) Dragon Ball D on you. (laughs) Keep talking that talk. (laughs) Dragon Ball D. Be the title of the podcast, bro. Catch this Dragon Ball Dragon D. Dragon Ball D. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. Oh, but no, I do man. think as, as men, we do need to hold people accountable. Look, you want romance, I need it too. You know what I'm saying? So as you as you tell as you tell us to figure it out, you gotta figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Equal rights act nineteen seventy four, fellas. If you if you can't lean on nothing else, lean on that. Lean on that. I mean, I do think that the women have an easier job when it comes to creating romance. If we, you know, talk about yeah, because it's gonna lead to some ass at the end. Exactly, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's so easy. It's like low hanging fruit. Maybe that's the maybe that's the frustration with why they don't do it. Maybe that's why Uh, men get so frustrated when they're not doing it because we just like it's gonna be so easy for you. Right, your bar is not as high as ours for creating, you know, romance and this and that. Like. A little lingerie, hell, no lingerie. A T-shirt with, you know, what I'm saying, no drawers or something like that. You got a little bit of music. That's it, nigga. Why do you always you know need music? To, what, what is the deal with music? I don't always need it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> little, little T-shirt. The point and of drawers, romance. But a little bit of music, and we in there. 
I don't always need music. I'm just saying if these things are used, you kind of know what somebody getting to. Like he said earlier, his his uh, two of his things. He, he did my bad. His comedy and don't, music. Don't let me don't so let me discount your romance, bro. I don't always don't use the music. It. I don't always use the music. Don't let me but, discount your romance, bro. My but lace, but lace having music can also you know make sure that you. Or getting your timing right and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Again, I'm not knocking the music. I mean, hey, you, I, I was just wondering what the uh, the infatuation with music being included. Nigga, everybody don't do want to be that. clapping cheeks with two two seven playing in the background. <laughs> Sometimes I want to listen to the damn music. <laughs> VH1 in the background, nigga. I'm trying to hear everything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my just god! Just trying to create a, a moment, a situation. Y'all don't do oh. it all the time, but I'm just saying something got to be. Oh nothing. my hey, god! Again, I, I'm I'm just asking. I'm asking to, to gain more knowledge, good brother. I'm just asking to gain more knowledge. I'm just asking. To oh gain my more gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, so are men romantic or not? I think we didn't even fit it address the real. <laughs> are men romantic? Do we, are we we're non romantic? Do we struggle with romance? What is it? What is it? Well, maybe that's a question we should pose. We should pose that question. You know what I'm saying? Do you yeah, all think men question. are romantic or not? Because I, like I said, I guarantee uh, uh, most men think that they are when it could be perceived as, as they are not. All right, that is a good question. I, I, well, I'm this, this. I know that I'm not romantic, but when I try, <laughs> <laughs> listen. I'm, see, I'm not even gonna be vulnerable with y'all no more. No, go ahead, go ahead. We go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I know, I know, I'm not romantic. So when I put in the effort in planning and making something happen, a date night, um, you know, uh, dinner, all that type of stuff, like. And it goes unappreciated, and then that's the moment where I'm like, you know what, this romance stuff is for the birds, and I feel mm. like, and 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 yes, I do know this, and I know everybody probably listening is probably like, well, Troy, just ask what 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 she wants, and I do, and I try to deliver on those things, but sometimes it's not always well received, and um, and uh, I, you know. When you try to when you try to offer a gift and it's and it's declined or it's not received in the way that you, we we've talked about this before, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and it's not received in the way that you wanna that you want it to be received, it makes it hard to want to try again. Now, here's the thing: I'm I'm not I'm not a quitter, so I will try again. I'll try again. I'll try I'll try this new thing. I'll try this. Maybe this will work. But it's just like as soon as and as soon as you find something that does work, and you try to do it again, it didn't not work. The same. This. It's not the same, so it's not you gonna work the same. It's not gonna work the same. So it's just like it's always a, a missing. It's always a moving target of what you're trying to right. Of trying to. Hence but why I guess I, feelings are a moving target, though, and that's the thing. Look at the as you read the definition, a feeling of X Y Z, that's going to ever be changing and for and always be subjective. So you got to be able to either adjust to it or. I guess not do it in that sense or fail and try again. You know what I mean? But I think people have to have the mindset of that's what it is rather than saying, this is what it is solely for me, because what you consider romance today, it will be vastly different tomorrow, years down the line, whatever, whatever. So you have to consider those things as well. So Troy, you brought up a a good point about trying to set up romance and 
getting rejected or not being well received do you feel like a lot of men maybe do not participate in romance or try as hard to create romantic situations because they've been met with rejection so many times so now they just feel like it's a fool's errand or is wasted wasted time so they don't even attempt to do it i think it's partially it and then from there what happens is we resort to the things that we do best and we think that that should be our you know uh, a measure of romance that we should be um you know measured on and that is protection and provision um we 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 fall back on that it's like hey i got this house for you a dinner would you better romanticize a bill or something like that you know what i'm saying like we fall back on that and um because the other stuff just seems like it's impossible to do but i can i can protect you that that's nothing i don't have a problem doing that i can provide for you that's no problem i have no problem with doing that and 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 while those are while those things are necessary and needed sometimes it's necessary that we go beyond for our significant other in order for them to make uh for them to feel special and so um so yeah well so we what was the question again lace ask the question again the question was do um men think that they're romantic yes no maybe so and also are we holding others whatever your interest is to the same standard mm. all right we'll let it linger and maybe we'll have a part two because now mm -hmm. i want to talk about romance killers now that y'all done brought it up but we too far gone in the time to to kick it back up so i think a part two of the, of this you know would be good because i got quite a few in my head right now that i would love to share that i mm -hmm. think are romance killers. well give us a snippet give us a brief snippet no, i'm not i'm not gonna give a brief no don't do it because we'll go we'll go a whole nother half an I'll hour go a whole nother well hour. i, I want to think about i want to think about it so what is a romance like what is considered a romance killer that's what i'm asking for my, uh, for my education okay, a rom romance killer to troy's point you're trying to get dinner set up or something like that and there's maybe complaints about the food food ain't as good as i would like oh lord like okay gotcha okay let's say complaints or opposition you try to do something and it's not and it's not received well gotcha you know what i'm saying so i think that those would that would be a good episode to unpack you know what i'm saying i'm with that i'm with so we'll we'll leave we'll let this question linger for the group and then we'll do part two next week and do romance killers from the male Romance. perspective, we not this gonna yeah. be lopsided and misogynistic. I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> be honest with y'all now. See, expectations could be ready. It's gonna be lopsided and misogynistic. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that right now. We going straight from the men's uh, perspective, ladies. So buckle up. I'm sorry. Strap in. Buckle up. It'll be good for you though, because I know a lot of y'all husbands scared to tell y'all the truth anyway. I'm not afraid, so I'm gonna be speaking for all the young niggas behind the wall. I'm gonna let 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 y'all hear it. So, Lace finally got a little vulnerable, a little bit, a little bit. Hey, I, I'm working on me. I'm working on me, baby. I'm working Ooh, on bro. me. Slim Put it on Lace. a Hallmark card. Put it on a Slim Hallmark Lace. card. <laughs> Slim Lace. <laughs> One eye Mel. Mel gonna be on this with an eye patch on next week. He keep fucking around. He gonna be on this motherfucker with an eye patch.
<laughs> and this has been the Melly D's podcast, niggas. Until next time, nigga. <laughs> I hate this nigga, bro. I swear to God. Bro. <laughs>